Hey all, this is Sean Gerber. Thank you for listening today, but before we get started, I have a couple of questions for you. Are you caught in the daunting maze of CISSP preparation, unable to find your way forward? That's precisely where I found myself when I began studying for the CISSP. Overwhelmed would be an understatement. There are now an ocean of CISSP training programs available, and are you unsure which ones to trust? I remember the struggle, but there was nothing accessible to me outside of the pricey boot camps. And that's precisely why CISSP Cyber Training came into existence, to illuminate your pathway towards acing the CISSP exam. At CISSP Cyber Training, I've forged the CISSP blueprint into a step-by-step guide to navigate you through the intricacies of the CISSP journey designed to provide you the direction and guidance you need to pass the CISSP exam confidently. But don't just take my word for it. Listen to what one of my students, Kevin Fallon, had to say about the CISSP blueprint. This is precisely what I needed in your course, direction. The blueprint is the perfect roadmap to stay on track. I appreciate its clarity and tangible sense of progress it brings. A phenomenal tool for revision. And then there was another from Christopher Wagstaff. Sean Gerber, your guidance was invaluable throughout the CISSP study and certification process. Thank you for breaking the monotony. Once you've wrapped up with the podcast, make your next stop, CISSPCybertraining.com, and let's together turn the tide in your favor, meeting your CISSP goals and catapulting your career in cybersecurity. Now, without further ado, let's get going. Giddy up. Welcome to the Do Cyberist Podcast, episode 63. CISSP Sample Exam Questions, Domain 2. Welcome to the Reduce Cyberist Podcast, where we provide you the training and tools you need to pass the CISSP exam while enhancing your cybersecurity career. Hi, my name is Sean Gerber, and I'm your host for this action-packed, informative podcast. Join me each week as I provide the information you need to grow your cybersecurity knowledge so that you're better prepared to pass the CISSP exam. All right, let's get going. Good morning, everybody. How y'all doing? Hope you're all having a wonderful day, this beautiful day. And uh, as this releases on a Wednesday, we uh, are having a great day here in Kansas. Actually, it's supposed to be, I think, 40 degrees with snow and possibly rain later today with mixed with snow tomorrow morning and tomorrow afternoon about three to five inches of snow so not too shabby can't complain there I, I, I'm actually not a big fan of the snow but I do have a snow blower that I bought many years ago and needless to say uh, I've only used it twice so we'll see maybe I'll get to use it tomorrow hard to say but before we do let's are actually as we're talking about that let's roll into the CISSP sample exam questions uh, that we put on for domain number two. Okay, Jared plays a role in his company's data classification program. In this role, he must practice due care when accessing data and ensures that the data is used only in accordance with allowed policies while abiding by the rules set for the classification of the data. He does not determine, maintain, or evaluate controls. So, what is Jared's role? All right, so if you've followed us with one episode, I think it was 61 or 62, uh, we talked a little bit about this role within the company. So A is a data owner, B is data custodian, C is data user, or D is information systems auditor. 
All right, so he plays the system in his role, or he plays a part in his role. Uh, in his role, he must practice due care when accessing data and ensures that the data is used only in accordance with allowed policy while abiding by the rules set for classification of data. He does not determine, maintain, or evaluate the controls. So what is his role? A, data owner. B, data custodian. C, data user. D, information systems auditor. And the answer is C. Basically, data user. Any individual who uses data for work-related tasks as a data user, they are the ones that fall into that bucket. They must have the necessary level of access and information available to them, but they don't have to worry about anything else as far as maintaining, evaluating all the controls. They're just a user of that information. And it basically means that this user must practice due care and act in accordance with both security policy and data for classification rules. Now, this comes off of Brainscape, and we'll have my links or the show notes in the links. In the show notes, there will be the links for this actual flashcard. You can go check it out and run with it. Uh, so, but yeah, that is around data custodian, data user, and data owner, which we talked about in episode 62. But again, the answer is C, data user. All right, the next question, Michael is charged with developing a data classification program for his company. Which of the following should he do first? A, understand the different levels of protection that must be provided. B, specify data classification criteria. C, identify data custodians. D, determine protection mechanisms for each classification level. Okay, so Michael's charged with developing a data classification program for his company. Which of the following should he do first? A, understand the different levels of protection that must be provided. So again, you must understand if he's going to do secret, top secret, unclassified, business confidential, business secret, whatever that might be. B, is specify data classification criteria. What is the criteria in which he would classify something secret, top secret? Identify data custodians. Who's going to be basically responsible for maintaining it? And then D, determine the protection mechanisms for each classification level. The answer is A. All right. Basically, before Michael begins, he's got to determine what's going to, what are the different levels of protection that must be provided. So he's got to do that. And he's got to have to work with some, his leaders and the people that own the data to understand what are the different levels. Uh, then once that's done, he can then start building out the classification pieces to it, uh, and determine the criteria, determine the custodians and so on and so forth. So those are important parts. So he first must understand the different levels of protection that must be provided. Again, off of Brainscape, flashcards, and you will be able to check that out. All right, the next question. Which of the following is not a factor in determining the sensitivity of data? Who should be accessing the data? A. B. The value of the data. C. How the data is to be used. D. The level of damage that could be caused should the data be exposed. Again, which of the following is not a factor in determining the sensitivity of the data? A, who should be accessing the data? B, the value of the data? C, the data to be used? Or D, the level of damage that could be caused should the data be exposed? The answer is C, how the data is will be used has no bearing on how sensitive it is, okay? In other words, the data is sensitive no matter how it will be used, even if it is not used at all. Again, when you're taking the CISSP exam, Focus on some keywords. When this one here is the tricky one, which of the following is not a factor in determining the sensitivity of the data?
All right, that's all I have for you today. Hope you guys have a wonderful day. Go out to SeanGerber.com and check out the free stuff that I've got available. I've got a free mini course that's available for you specifically. that You can go out and check that out, and it'll help you pass the CISSP the first time. It's uh, got about eight different videos that are available for you over my CISSP training, and I guarantee you it will be extremely helpful to you. All right, I hope you have a wonderful day, and we'll catch you on the flip side. See ya. Thanks so much for joining me today on my podcast. Head over to SeanGerber.com and look at all the free content that I have available for you. There is a CISSP mini course, free CISSP exam questions, podcasts, and so much more. It's all available to my email subscribers, so sign up. If you want my personalized CISSP training, purchase my training courses, and I'll be there to help you with your CISSP needs so you can pass the test the first time. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you on the flip side. See ya. Thanks so much for listening today as it was my pleasure to prep you for the CISSP exam. But are you interested in some free CISSP exam questions? Head on over to CISSPQuestions.com and sign up to join my email list and you will gain access to 30 free CISSP questions each and every month. That's a total of 360 questions just for signing up with CISSP Cyber Training. You will also gain access to other free resources, so just head on over to FreeCISSPQuestions.com or CISSPCyberTraining.com and sign up today. All right, have a wonderful day, and we'll catch you on the flip side. See you.